Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of TC. And I am... Brad Livingston, the lead pastor at Transformation Church. We're so glad you guys are with us again. And uh, we've missed you guys for the past couple weeks. Yes. Um, our creative director needed a vacation. So he got COVID uh, and has been at the house for the last couple weeks. And so finally done got the COVID there, done got, he, didn't he's, you, John? John, you've dodged it for like a year and a half, bro. Like since COVID came out, there were multiple instances where he should have gotten COVID and he <laughs> didn't um and yeah. i'm not Are you saying getting on? oh he's getting on he's yeah, getting he'll on get... we're live ladies and gentlemen yeah, we're live yeah, yeah no i just wanted to quickly come in and say <laughs> um, i probably still wouldn't have gotten it had it not been for my wife and son getting it first yeah that's true you can't it's hard so. to hard to avoid when you like sleep with her in the same bed, yeah, <laughs> come on, y'all. You know what I mean? Like you're, it's your wife. You're in that same. You're, yeah, you're no, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got geez. it. Yeah, Golly, <laughs> that's what you meant. Yeah, it so. is. It is. You know, you, your son's like a year and a half. Like you're in his grill all the time. <laughs> yes, that indeed, is very true. Yeah. yeah. So that's, no, that's, that's reason. when yeah. I got COVID from you. Well, we think allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> when Justin allegedly gave me COVID. Um, John like was in the same car with you like three times, multiple times yeah. when you had COVID before you were showing symptoms and got tested. Like yeah. John was around you a lot. I more than you. I was in your office for five seconds and measured one spot on your wall and then got out and somehow managed to get COVID. But John's super immune system or something like I don't. You know, I, you're not known say, for having the best immune system. I will say yeah. it took John, no, but I will say it took me over a week to even get it with me being around them. That's just crazy. How, te- how bad was it when you had it? Day five and day six were the worst, I think. And then oh, really? Yeah, kinda, like two days of really sucking. Yeah, and then that's when I went to go get the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. No, um, I, <clears throat> I... Yeah, I mean, I had... I had I don't remember what days they were, but I mean, I had a couple of days that were like yeah, yeah, miserable. Mine yeah, was bad. Yeah, yeah, you were you were down for like six, seven days. I know there was four or five that were absolutely miserable, but yeah, yeah I, I was I, not. By not, the grace of God, I didn't experience all that. Cool. But yeah, bro. Um, yeah, I only had literally I had thirty two hours uh, of yeah, symptoms, no, and I, I was wish, it. I wish so I, I was that. I was. What other than I lost taste and smell for almost nine weeks. See, I never lost taste and smell. Yeah, so it's like so. Yeah, it's I like pick which one's worse. You right, know? right, right, right. But other than that, I was I was doing Man, all right. Anti-vax or vax? You know, I had my vaccine. Um, but you were only one shot in, weren't you? No, I was no he had got oh, he literally you? got his yeah. second one like a I week my, before that. Yeah, I got oh. my second shot. And so you actually, weren't technically fully vaccinated. I wasn't fully vaccinated for four days before I got it. Yeah, boy, that the um, <laughs> you know, only you. Yeah, uh, only yeah. yeah. and then if know. that was going to happen to someone, John, it would have been. Now you. you went and did the mono uh, monoclonal. I, I, I could never the say the word monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, you uh, said it really helped. It did. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that heard from that. other people. Yeah, yeah. No, it went from like me feeling like complete trash and garbage to like feeling somewhat normal, and then I started feeling better wow and the only thing that i've Next really day, huh? been dealing with is just like still having a little bit of problems with like getting catching my breath breathing properly but i yeah. still have that that's been yeah that's been eight months later 
I'm serious. I'm not. No, I, like, yeah. I wasn't even I joking, recently man. got back to my morning mileage, and uh, I feel like it's been helping some, but yeah, I feel that. like The fact that I'm overweight has nothing to do with it. I, of course not. No, <laughs> it's yeah. It's all COVID. Yeah, it has nothing to do with just climb 30 <laughs> steps to get up to this room. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all COVID. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, so, I just yeah. wanted to share John, thanks for well, yeah, thanks you for, keep, uh, Feel free to keep the microphone. Yeah, we may, yeah, you yeah, may want some input from you. Did you listen to the sermon Sunday? Um, yeah, I had to. He was running online. Yeah, well, yeah. That don't mean you're paying attention. Well, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't it's I? True. Everything that goes out on social means I pay attention. You can chime yeah. in. That's true. That's true. Uh, Very good so point. So yeah, John. we uh, <coughs> we missed last week, or maybe the week before. We've missed the last couple of weeks because uh, yeah. it's just been because uh, of John's with, vacation. With John out, we don't know how to do this. Um, yeah, well, so. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, it's it's good to be back, and yeah, we haven't done a. Our weekly follow-up follow follow has become the quite the bi-weekly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bi-weekly follow-up podcast. Uh, yeah. We haven't had it since the new series. So we haven't had it, you know. So, so it's fun. Brand new brand new series. Yeah. Actually, we, yeah, since we haven't done it since the week before Hurricane Ida almost hit us. But Oh, really? I don't think. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. So Dang Ida. Yeah, our monthly follow-up podcast. Yeah. 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 So, so, but yeah, welcome back. Well, it's we're been, in a brand uh, new series. Brand new series called "What Do I Do with This?" Yeah. And uh, essentially, we're dealing with we're dealing with what this. people deal with. Yeah. This. Everyone has a this. You know, so, what? Let's talk about what this is for a minute, Justin. So, this yep. is the thing that every person struggles with, or deals with, or is inside of them um, that. Uh, and it's different for everyone. You know, everyone has different versions of this. Right. Um, but it's like a sin. It's part of your sin nature. It's a, a desire, a craving of your flesh, if you will, a, a, a want that you have that the Bible is kind of clear, like you shouldn't have, but you kind of still are tempted with it. Right. Um, and so like we, I mean, we've been pretty honest in the series, you know, like whether that's a, a sexual thing, a, an addiction, um, a habit, um, a desire, even like same sex attraction or, um, you know, overly lustful desires sexually. Um, but also it could be drugs and alcohol, but everyone's be anger and unforgiveness and bitterness and like all those things. So, so this, you know, every person has a, this quote unquote, if you can't see my hands doing air quotes, but like every person has this and this, what do I do with this like because essentially what we talked about is like i feel like this is a part of me you know i don't feel like this is an action that i have or a behavior i feel like it's a natural part of who i am and what do we do with this if it feels like a natural part of who i am if it feels like it's not just a behavior it's not just an action but it's it's like it's in me and what do i do with this so that's what we've been doing over the last couple weeks is kind of dealing with yeah this so if you missed, since this is part two. Yes, today is, we're coming we're, on part we're, two. We're talking about part two. So if you, you know, those listen, you know, go part one, part two is on YouTube. Um, if you want to watch or on the podcast, if you want to listen, it's all, it's all there. Yeah. Um, I want to encourage you to encourage you to, to go start with part one. If you hadn't, it's good stuff. It's a good series. Yeah. I like been, it. I'm been, been, I've been liking it. Yeah. So uh, we, you know, uh, even when we opened up Sunday, we kind of dealt with uh, the idea that we kind of did a recap. You know, uh, we said essentially this, you know, quote unquote, this, whatever your this is, is a natural part of you and will rule your life until you surrender to a better Lord. 
right? And so it rules you, it owns you, it drives you, it dictates your behavior and your thought process and all those things. Um, and then, <coughs> excuse me, we said, number two, who you are changes when Jesus becomes the Lord of your life. So we brought that up. Now there's a new identity, Second Corinthians five seventeen. Old mm-hmm. is gone, new is here. Um, and then... Uh, Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I live, but Christ that lives in me. And I think that's really like one of the big backbone, like one of the big hinges that we're dealing with as we're navigating this series is this idea that like just because this is a desire for you doesn't mean it's something you have to have. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for, for all of us is like, man, this is, I have this desire to, you know, sleep with this person or same sex attraction or addiction or what like we have this desire for all of these things and it's like just because you have those desires doesn't mean that's who you are and just because you have those desires doesn't mean you have to follow through with them so like you have the ability to say like that's a desire for me but i'm going to choose yeah we've gotten away from that in our culture right you know it's like you know you do you right like type mentality or yeah you know whatever is your truth like you know Ugh, the your truth thing yeah you, you know what i mean but like Definitely. it's like if that's your if that's your desire then who am i to stop you and yeah you know whatever do your thing you know obviously there's limits to that i mean like jeffrey dahmer had a desire to kill people yeah you know draw the line on that can't do that yeah <laughs> But for real, yeah. You know, um, surely there are people that have the desire that have never carried it out. Mm -hmm. Like, and I don't mean that jokingly, but like, if that's a real thing, you know, so. um, Self-denial, right? uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we've just kind of gotten away from that in our culture. It's like, you know, it's just chasing pleasures or joy, not joy, but like happiness, you know, whatever makes you happy. Delights, desire, yeah, 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 all all that stuff, yeah. No, 100%. And I think that's the reality, right, is like, you know, Tim Keller did a phenomenal interview with Carrie Newhoff somewhat recently. And they were talking mm-hmm. about the difference of having the, the difference of ministry today versus 10 years ago, 20 years ago and 30 years ago. And Tim Keller was giving everyone just like kind of enlightening us to some truths that I was like, Oh man, that's really good to think about the way he brought it up, which was that for the first time in society's history, people are identifying themselves like they're they're determining who they are based on what they want. Like it's no longer oh that's just something that I want to do. Like my, their greatest desire is to establish an identity. Yeah. Like, um, and so this isn't something I do. It's who I am. So he's talking about how like twenty years ago, the everyone's desire was to be free. Before you know, twenty years before that, everyone's desire was to, um, you know, be successful so success drove them and then freedom drove some and now it's like identity is driving people like this desire to be identified by whatever the current whatever is so um and that's really helpful because it's like man that's so true you know everyone essentially what people are telling me is like, you can't tell me who i am or what i should be or the decisions that i should make and it's like well well there's I, like- I i certainly cannot and should not but the bible i mean god could <laughs> there's almost yeah. this uh mentality that exists that if i feel if i feel a certain way or that i have a specific desire or whatever right then that's just how i was born so it must be okay right 
you know. Yes. And that can, you know, I'm not being cryptic when I say that because it sure could sound like I'm being cryptic and talk about uh, uh, talking about a certain a sure. certain thing, and I'm not. I'm just saying in general, whether it's in the, the Christian world and and especially out of it, it's like definitely. But th- if this is if this is who I am, then it's all right. And the, and the reality is, it is who you are until you surrender. Like yeah, to a different two. Lord. Like, right, right. Number so two. like you, you serve that desire and it rules your life until you allow, you put yourself in a position to where God is now going to rule your life. So like right, right. repenting and saying, man, I'm going to go a different direction saying, God, I want you to be the ruler of life of my life means that is no longer the ruler of my life. I've now got a different one. That's right. And so it is like, I do genuinely believe I think the Bible's clear. Like when people are like, man, I was, I, I feel like I was born this way. Oh, I feel like this thing is just a natural part of me. My answer to that would be like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because we're born with like a sin nature that desires things that go against the word of God. Like all of us do. I mean, they're different for different people, but we all have something in us that desire. That's right. Like, and so, yeah. So that means, repenting which means to turn away from so like saying yeah that is my delight but i'm going to turn away from that and turn towards a new desire a new delight which is god and i'm going to let him rule my life even though that's what i want even though this is what i want i'm going to pursue god instead yeah and it's like that is totally possible which goes to number three stopping the behavior isn't the key shifting your delight is you know as our intro we were doing a recap from the week prior you know, essentially what we got on is stopping the behavior isn't the key, but shifting your delight is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so then, so this past week, the whole conversation was like, so well, how do I do that? Like, what do I do with these feelings inside me? Like, I feel like it's in me. What do I do? Or how do I uh, shift my delight? <clears throat> and that was where we kind of picked up on Sunday. Because essentially Sunday was not so much. I think sometimes we ask the wrong questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes we're asking, you know, it's like, well, how do I get this out of me? It's like, well, perhaps that's not the real question, right? Or like, sometimes we'll ask the question. It's like, well, you know, how do I fall more in love? Or, you know, I mean, how, or not how much I fall in love with God, but like, how do I get away from these desires? Or how do I shift my delight or whatever? Um, and it's like, I think the bigger question should be like, where how do we, it's not, how do I get rid of something? It's what do I need to put in me that would replace it? Right. And essentially that's what we dealt with on Sunday. Now, as we say all the time, you can go back and watch the sermon or listen to it. I would encourage you to do that. There's an, Um, there's a, there's a, uh, object lesson. Yeah. There's a visual visual. part of the sermon that's, is helpful for what we're understanding with this. Because the reality is, for, for many of us, you know, we think that, man, we just need to get some of this stuff out of ourselves. I need to get this porn problem out of me, or I need to get this alcoholism out of me, this anger, unfor- you know, like, down the list, sexual, whatever. But the reality is, it's not so much getting something out of you as much as it's getting something into you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus made it clear in John 14, and then again in John 16, and multiple other scriptures, that he was going to send us a, a helper, an advocate. So some translations say helper, some say advocate, uh, some say comforter. Uh, but essentially he's talking about the Holy spirit, the spirit of God, third part of the Trinity, um, that God through his spirit was going to come into us and fill us. 
And essentially what we were getting down to the root of on Sunday was the more full we get of his spirit, Mm -hmm. the less room there is for this. For everything else. Right. Um, And so Galatians 5, 22 through 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithful gentleness, and self-control. And so um, essentially we kind of dove into this idea that, that, it's not so, like we said. It's not about getting things out. You can't just keep taking stuff out. You got to put stuff in. You got to put the right stuff in, which is essentially what we got to there with that first part there. I'm sure you have it there, Justin. What do you got there? Having more. Oh, having more of the right stuff leaves less room for the wrong stuff. Yeah. Having more of the right stuff, right? Like, so if you want to get something out of you, but you don't want to feel empty all the time, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, then you got to fill, fill it up with the right stuff. You know what it made me think about? It made me think about um, the the talk and of, of demons. Mm, okay. You know, like, even when there's, like, you know, when a demon is cast out, that more will come back in. You have to, like, reflect. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. uh, even if you get onto the topic of, like, demon possession of someone – that maybe they're not they're if they're not ready to take the next step after the demon's gone, mm-hmm. that you're really They'll maybe doing more harm and, yeah. to them because you know they, they more comes back. Yeah, that's what made me think about when you were preaching yesterday uh, about it, or uh, was it yesterday? What's today? I don't know what today is. Tuesday, uh, Sunday, uh, two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's almost like that though. I mean, getting something out is one thing, but then there's a void, right? You know, so it needs to be, which. You know, having the wrong thing is bad. Having a void could be worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because maybe now more of the wrong stuff comes in, or different right. wrong stuff comes in or yeah. something, when when that's not necessarily the solution. Yeah. Well, and that's what we, I mean, we dabbled in it on Sunday, but we didn't stay there long. But essentially one of the things we talked about was like, you know, so we said your desire can rule your heart or God's spirit can rule your desires, but it can't be both. Right. And, and in that, one of the things that we elaborated on, you know, is the, the book of Matthew talks about how the eyes lamp of the body. And if it's clear, your whole body be full of light, but if your eyes bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. And one of the things that we talked about is like that darkness and that heaviness. And like what I think a lot of people deal with, you know, and they may call it anxiety or they may call it depression. Now there are some people that deal with both of those things genuinely, but yeah, I'm referencing course. the people that maybe don't deal with those things the way they think they do. Some people I think deal with what we're about to talk about, which is well, there's a darkness in them because their eye is looking, is constantly telling themselves not to do something. So what they've done in their life is they've gotten all the bad or some of the bad stuff out but they haven't allowed any of the spirit of God. They haven't allowed God to fill them up more. Mm-hmm. You know, we made a statement Sunday, which is like some of us got enough of God to be saved, but not enough of God to be changed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, we, we desire, like, I want you to keep, keep my eternity right, but I don't want you to tell me how I should live my life. It's right. essentially what we're telling God, which that's crazy, but nonetheless. So, but, so we're getting stuff out. Some of us have like, oh man, I see I need to get some of this out. So that we got things out, but we haven't filled ourselves up. So then there's this void of empty space in our life where we're not even like even go to a scientific level, whether we're not getting um, the endorphins or whatever, like we're not getting the the necessary chemicals in our brain because we enjoy sin. 
right? Oh, yeah. So sin brings happiness. It releases chemicals in our brain that give us pleasure, right? So bec- we're, we're taking that out of the equation. And so we're no longer entertaining that because we know we shouldn't, which is, which is a good thing. Yeah. But because we're not replacing it with anything else, what do we feel? Mm-hmm. Empty. Yeah, no more of that dopamine. No, yeah, no more dopamine release. So now we fi- we like f- we lock or we fall into this place of almost like frustration, because it's like, man, at least when I was sinning, I was, f- I enjoyed it. Like at least when I was sleeping around or pursuing these desires or drugs or whatever, like, at least when I was doing that, I didn't feel empty. But now I'm not doing those things, and I feel worse. Yeah. And it's like usually if that's the case, what a lot of people. I think are dealing with isn't that when they stop sinning, they get depressed. Don't get me wrong. I believe depression is a real thing. I'm saying for a lot of people, I think they stop sinning, but they never replace that aspect of their life with more of God. So there's just this empty void and they feel lost and confused and partially empty instead of like letting God fill that part of their life too. inviting the Holy spirit, fill more of my heart. Like I want more of you, less of me. Like that really starting to hone in on, on some of the prayer. And so if you don't fill it with something else, it won't last. It's bad. It's inevitable. It is inevitable. If you don't have more of God in you, you the grip you have on your sinful behavior will return or right. let loose or whatever. Um, and so that's just the reality. It's right? good. So, um, which then brought us to like the second thing, which is following Jesus rather than your desires is easier when you're full of his spirit. Right. Right. Um, and that kind of gets into what we talked about with like, you know, just because you have a desire for something doesn't mean you have to pursue it. Right. Like, like Christianity at its core is dying to yourself and self-denial. Right. Like I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives inside of me. Right. Like it is dying to yourself and self and take up your cross and follow him. Like deny dying yourself. to yourself, like deny your, like, so it's like, before you can take the cross up, you got to deny yourself. That's right. Yeah. So like you de- self denial, dying to yourself. That, that is a staple of Christianity. So when I meet people or when I have conversations with people, mm-hmm. when we're talking about doctrine and they're like, no, 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 I'm a Christian. I just don't think that being a Christian means I can't, insert sin here i'm like duh even if they don't feel it's sinful though it, that because that's the problem a lot of times too though it's like yeah. well you just use the word insert sin but somebody sure, was like well yeah. it's not sinful that's just how i am oh, it, can, yeah. it can be both it can it could be both um but it's like at the end of the day it's like deny yourself right exactly you know? self-denial like you, denying that desire that you have it doesn't own you it's just in you that's right so like you actually have the ability to do that. And that's what Jackie Hill Perry, you know, we gave, we gave her a shout out on Sunday. Um, well, at first Ephesians five eighteen, uh, there goes on a tangent where essentially it's like a warning. Like Paul's giving like, Hey, warning, be careful of this. This is my desire. This is God's desire for you. Be careful of this. This is God's desire for you. Be careful of this. And he kind of does that over and over again. So like, yeah. Be careful then how you live. So like warning, like, right. Like be careful how you live. So this, hey, I'm bringing awareness to this, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. So like, that's God's desire for you, that you would do that because the days are evil. Therefore, don't be foolish. Get careful. Warning. Like, <laughs> right. But understand what the Lord's will is. So the God has a desire for you. His will is for you. Don't get drunk on wine. So careful. Warning. Now, like we said on Sunday, we're not going to just harp on drinking 
Because essentially what he's saying is like, don't, don't put things into your life that are going to distract you and overindulge and all those things. Right. Which leads to a ruined and wasted, like wasted life or debauchery. Some translations say, um, but instead, so that was the careful warning, but instead God's hope for you is be filled with the spirit. Right. Like, so be filled, not, not have some of, but like be filled all the way, fold up, right? Um, and that's what Jackie Hill Perry, she had a quote. She says, we do have a God that gives us his spirit that if we choose to repent and believe in him will empower you to not necessarily be straight. Now, if you don't know Jackie Hill Perry's story, she uh, was uh, a lesbian and then God radically saved her, not from lesbianism, but from her sinful nature, right? Uh, and she got saved. And in that, God did not take all of her desires away, that are same-sex attraction. But what she's about to tell us um, gave her the power through his spirit um, to have self-control right. and pursue the things of God, right? So he's, she says, well, empower you to not necessarily be straight, because that's not a fruit of the spirit, but to have self-control, which is, mm-hmm. and there's some like great power in that, man. Um, Big time. Yeah. And she's so, so awesome. Yeah. Jackie Hill Perry, her, her book, gay girl, good God is incredible. Like anyone that wants to read up on some of this stuff, great gospel centric uh, perspective on navigating the desires of our nature while also trying to pursue God. Right. That's so, good. um, and then whatever you're full of is what will come out when you get bumped. That was the last thing we mentioned. So, um, and, you know, Justin, I think you get bumped a lot in traffic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big, big time. <laughs> I just don't know why people can't drive. Well, is it know, so yeah. hard? It's, is it? I mean, I mean, is it that hard? I think people are just, you know how I feel. People are stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. But boy, they can't drive. They can't, but no, no, but no, yeah, I get bumped. And I yeah. get bumped in, the, in in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what we. Uh, not literally. Yeah, no, like your car, your car is good, but people, yeah, yeah no, a hundred percent. No, but well, someone did bump my car. I really? found a little dent oh, you know, on the right side. Ooh. Like somebody hit it with their door. Oh, like a parking lot or something. Yeah. Make you want to fight somebody. They deserve to be whooped. Yeah. For hitting. My hey, car. whatever you're full of, <laughs> it's what's going to come out of you when you get bumped. Uh, uh, yeah. Bless them, little river they're at. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what we talked about on Sunday. It's like, man, whatever, whatever you're full of now bumped, meaning, Literally, like, if anger is an issue for you and someone literally bumps into you, like, you may lash out. But it also could be circumstances of the world bumping you. You know what I mean? Like, going through hard times, it could be bumps in your life. And, and you know, we talked about this. Like, I know a lot of people that deal with this. And I even dealt with this in the past. You know, when I was first got saved, it was like, man, you know, I have these desires in me. And like I would get bumped or I would have a bad day or whatever. And I would give myself permission to indulge my sinful nature. That's good. And be like, man, I just, de- yeah. I deserve to be able to do blank because I've had a bad day. Right, right, right. Or like, man, it's just been a rough week or it's been a rough month. So like, I know God, he gets it. And right. it's like, well, A, no, that's not true. Not his grace about, but like, you know, like, A, no, like, you don't have to give into that. The reality is when you like the more that you're full of that, the less full of God you are, the more, more full of your desires you are. 
And when you get bumped, if you're full of desires, that's what's going to come out of you. Like that's going to dictate your behavior. That's what's going to lead you in regards to your delights and the things you're going after and all that stuff. It's good. So what you're full of is what will come out of you when you get bumped. So what comes out of you is evidence of what's in you. Which is why Luke 6.45 says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's good. Speaketh. Speaketh. You went King James. King James. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. I don't know if that's, yeah. But sounds right. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, and in both services, I don't even think I got to Galatians 5 because we were running out of time. Because um, worship went long. Definitely wasn't because I preached too long. Uh, so, <laughs> Galatians 5 says this, and I thought it was really, really good. Um, so, I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing, I think this is NLT, by the way. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what our sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you're not to do whatever you want. But those, and it jumps on to verse 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the spirit now, let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our lives. It's mm. good. So the answer to dealing with this thing that's inside of us is not um, just get more out, get more out, get more out. The real solution to this is getting more of God in more of the Holy Spirit in, being filled with the Spirit. How do we do that? Well, quite frankly, the easiest and most direct answer to that is invite him. Like, you know, God doesn't need our invitation for anything, but as we're inviting the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, spill my, or or fill my life, like, come into my, like, fill me completely. I don't want any part of me to remain, and then surrendering with self-control to that leading when the Holy Spirit shows up. Like, that's what we're... Well, and there's also, like, you know, seek and you will find. Yep. You know, knock. Yep. You know, those type of things, too. Knock and it will be opened up, those type of things. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Awesome. So, yep. Go watch Go watch the whole thing or listen watch, or whatever. Watch the, yeah. yeah. Go, go give it a gander. We got something yeah. big Sunday coming up. We Sunday. do. Sunday, Sunday is, Sunday is coming up. Reframe X. Should we do X-Blades? Is that what X-Blades did? I don't think what? so. What is this? What do you mean, what is this? Shut it down. No, you guys, have y'all seen New Girl? I don't know what's going on right <laughs> now. <laughs> I, don't even know why, why, I don't even know why I would even think you watched New Girl, even though I think you would find it hilarious. John, do you watch New Girl? Yeah. I've seen a couple episodes the first season. It is hilarious. Uh, There's, right. There is a episode. No, it's a very funny show. It's very funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. She does a thing where it's like, shut it down. But she like starts like, anyway, that's irrelevant. Maybe that's where I got it from. Um, but Reframe X uh, is coming up Sunday night, 6 p.m. Yeah. Not to be confused with other things that happen at 6.30, but uh, 6 o'clock p.m. Reframe X right here at TC. Listen, if you are part of Transformation Church, if you call TC home, if any of that stuff, be here Sunday night, Reframe X, um, because we have, I 
And uh, I think we're getting ready to hopefully shoot a video ad for this hopefully soon. Uh, and so as we're, as we're in preparation for that, one of the things I was writing down as I was thinking about that video was, you know, I remember where I was during key moments of my life. Mm-hmm. So I remember where I was not to piggyback off of that, but it, cause it, we just hit the 20 year anniversary of it. But like, I remember where I was when nine 11 happened. Yep. I did too. I remember where I was when Michael Jordan won the championship in 1998. Um, I remember where I was when I found out Kobe Bryant had died in a helicopter accident. As you can die, can probably tell like I'm a, I'm a basketball fan. So I remember these moments of my life, uh, key moments, um, uh, you know, just things, monumental things that happen in culture or whatever. Um, and I genuinely believe for a lot of people, reframe X is going to be one of those type of moments. Mm. Like that's what I, I believe the Holy Spirit spoke that to me as the pastor that as we're going to be communicating and leading you and your family into that night and helping you understand a few things about the future and what God wants for you, not just from you, but for you, um, that if, for those that come ready to hear and listen and receive and respond, that it is going to be one of those types of moments where I remember I remember where I was at when this happened in my life where God showed up in this way for me and my family and et cetera. And so, um, so we, yeah, we definitely wish you guys to be here Sunday, September 19th, six o'clock, six o'clock. Don't miss it. Don't miss it right here on campus. It's going to be a good time. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Looking forward to it. Yep. Awesome. So yeah, Justin, I have a couple questions for you. Uh Oh Oh, boy. Are you ready? Yep. Is spicy a sensation or a taste? Uh, well, mm. <laughs> I don't think when it comes to actual taste buds. Well, well, first of all, <laughs> we're assuming that because it's a, if it's a sensation, it can't be a taste. Uh, fair enough. It's a reaction. So, can you taste spicy? Of course you can taste spicy. I think you what can. What does it taste like? Uh, what does sweet taste it like? It hurts. <laughs> sugar. Sweet. No, I think sugar tastes sweet. I don't think sweet tastes like sugar. Fair enough. Is sweet a sensation or a taste? We'll <laughs> add that to the list. I think that's spicy a, f- a feeling or a taste? And if it's I a taste, it's, what does it taste like? Both. The, I, I, that's not how taste works. I don't think. <laughs> Just because it tastes doesn't mean it tastes like something, then. Okay. Taste is, it's a sense. Okay. It's one of our senses, taste, yeah. you know. And at different parts on your tongue is you got different areas of different taste buds. Okay. That give you the different, you know. So, to say something is, to say if it's spicy, then if it's a taste, then what does it taste like? I think is not an appropriate question. Because that just doesn't really make sense. It could taste like all kind of stuff. You know, buffalo sauce tastes like buffalo sauce, but it can be spicy. Just like hot barbecue so, can taste like barbecue, but still be spicy. They're both spicy. So it's like a feeling. But they have they have different tastes and and they have different flavors. But they're both. But it is a taste. Mm. I think you described a feeling though. It and everything a feeling. <laughs> all right. Okay. Next question. John, you can chime in on this too. Is water wet? That's a ridiculous question. 
I mean, that's a ridiculous question. <laughs> I told my wife I was going to ask you these on the next podcast. I mean, the thing is, it's like, it, the, I think the answer is yes, water's wet because, you know, what what makes something wet? You but, know? but what makes water wet is, is the The fact question. that it's water. But, but is it wet? Is it wet? Yes. It makes wet. other things wet, but is it wet? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you you got dry water? No. Where's dry water? I don't, I don't. If you got a, I got water in this cup. Distilled water. It can't be dry. Distilled water but is, is it wet? dry. Is it is it wet or is the cup wet because water's in it? The 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 <laughs> cup is wet because water's in it, but the water is also wet because it's water. Mm. You can't have dry water. <laughs> <laughs> but you have dry ice. That's not water. Dry ice is a, a different chemical. Water is H2O. Okay. In liquid form. John, any input on this? You feel it's a like, ridiculous yeah, I mean, question. <laughs> <laughs> I fall, I fall like, in the camp of it's it, fire hot. Of wet. Yeah, of, of course it is. It's fire hot. Of course it's hot because it's fire. Fire well, makes other things hot. If the wall was on fire, the wall would be hot because yeah, of the but, fire. But the fire is also like hot. like a sensation, though. Like wet is like a state of... Suspend. I don't know yeah. what ridiculous what question. <laughs> Can water be saturated? That's stupid, dude. <laughs> water can't be saturated, but you could be saturated with water. Okay, like, so you could be wet, but water can't be wet. I, I said water can be. Of course, water is wet. <laughs> it's water. <laughs> ah, leave. All right. Y'all. Next question. Last one. What what animal can jump higher than a house? can jump higher than a house how big is the house that's an important part of the equation we'll say we'll stay we'll just say a single story house what animal yeah is he jumping from the ground yeah so it's just like there's a house and then what animal can jump higher than it yeah probably a lot yeah i mean you could probably take like a cheetah or something that can jump to the to the top of the house jump onto it yeah you know especially if like an a-frame like it comes down a little yeah, bit I mean, a, i've seen i've seen animals jump high so i don't know john what do you think uh, is that is that a riddle is that like a riddle type of question i don't know yeah. it's well, yeah, a little bit uh, maybe a gazelle because oh yeah that's why the cheetah jumped up there chasing the gazelle yeah 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 you know you, you i have I actually have an answer for this one. Oh, okay all of them because houses don't jump that's stupid <laughs> that's that's that gum <laughs> that's that's not that's not what you asked. You asked what jump higher than a house. Yeah. Of course houses don't jump. <laughs> like that's a given. <laughs> that's so stupid. Ah, Lee. All right, Ashley, I did it just for you. So um uh, Lee, I got I, I need to it's time to go. <laughs> I got things to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, just to tell where they can find more about the church. It, the church, um, <laughs> where are we at? Transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. Oh, that's it, guys. Well, yeah. hey, thank you all for tuning in. Justin, well done with the questions. Yes. I love asking you questions that annoy you. Those so. are ridiculous. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in. John's good to have you back. Yes. Glad you can yeah. breathe and stuff. So that's good. It's not to be insensitive to, you know. Anyway, so uh, we're glad to have you here. You guys uh, catch us next week for another week. Hopefully. Should be. As long as everything goes according to plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next week for another week. Another sermon. Another follow-up podcast. Later. Later. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.